100 days. I feel in a lighter mood this weekend as we mark 100 days in lockdown since the pandemic first began. Perhaps it is because 100 days ago, I could not have imagined how I would be, or rather who I would be today. The health crisis, economic crisis, and social crisis remain very much alive and present in our world, impacting hundreds of millions in unfortunate and undesirable ways. These tidal waves hitting our world are enormous and will require an appropriately enormous response from each of us. This is why I feel a desire to rest up and fuel up, mentally and emotionally, to be ready to bring the best of what I can be in the months to come for our world. To rest up and fuel up begins with a simple reflection. What have I learned about myself in the past 100 days? I'm going to share with you what I've learned, and I encourage you at the end to also share with me. First, clarity. Crisis leads to clarity. In an ocean of crises, a lot has become clear for me. When I take a moment to step back and reflect, I can see that how I have showed up and responded to life in the past 100 days is a clear reflection of my values and beliefs. Identity. When the world hit the pause button, one that we did not even know existed, I had no choice but to look in the mirror and see myself with fewer labels and distractions of my previous lifestyle. My identity has evolved, or at least my awareness and understanding of it has. I identify as a leader, as a writer, as a son, and most of all, as an active participant in this world that itself is in the process of rediscovering its identity. Change. For years in meditation practice, an essential teaching that I've leaned on to help me navigate times of confusion, uncertainty, and stress has been that everything changes. Now I've witnessed what happens to me when everything changes at the same time. In the face of sudden and drastic changes, how I respond is to lean into it versus to shy away from it. I appreciate that my instinct is to be hopeful instead of fearful that we do not return to normal. Connection. Without much information and little foresight, I chose to pack up and leave New York in early March to be at home in Toronto with my parents. Although I identify and connect strongly with being someone that lives in New York, with the independent lifestyle that comes with living in New York, I identify and connect more with being a son and the comfort that comes from being close to loved ones. Acceptance. If you think you are enlightened, go live with your parents for a week. There's a famous quote that is referenced in mindfulness circles. Well, 100 days in, I've started to witness examples of what I once tolerated but now accept unconditionally. I feel truly grateful for how my connection as an adult has matured, evolved, and grown in the past 100 days with my parents. I just wrote my dad a letter for Father's Day sharing how much I get to see of myself and him. Both of my parents continue to be a mirror for me in a deep and profound way. Presence. While the thought of going into retreat mode at the beginning piqued my curiosity, like the many meditation and yoga retreats that I've enjoyed over the years, I chose instead to be present with the world and with all of its chaos, confusion, and suffering. To withdraw from the world at the start of the pandemic would have been to withdraw from myself. Discrimination. I've started to become more aware of how unconscious and subtle discrimination exists likely everywhere. 
I would not have paused to reflect on this were it not for the many prompts through the protests that have entered our headlines and streets. Although I have not felt that I have personally been a victim of discrimination, I understand that my experience is unique. I somehow slipped through the cracks in the system that discriminates against the many as its default mode. Leadership. A TV personality in Canada who was behind a three decade long public service campaign promoting physical activity shared this past week the reason he started it was to fight racism. He had been hired as a sports broadcaster over 30 years ago, only to be fired the same day. And an executive said, we already have one black host, we do not need another. The broadcaster's leadership issued a public apology to him this week, took responsibility for something that their press predecessors did, and acknowledged that racism continues to ex exist in sports media today. I was inspired by their response, which could have easily gone in so many other directions. Security. When governments began rolling out economic relief packages to help the newly unemployed, while increasing deficits and debt levels, I found myself immediately in agreement. I want my hard-earned tax dollars from the past decade, and likely over the next decade, to help people in need. I now see that I want to live in a world where everyone has the financial security to look after their basic needs. Capitalism. The business headlines of the past few weeks in Canada have included a very public critique of the largest grocery chains. They had temporarily increased staff pay by a mere $2 an hour at the start of the pandemic, referring to their staff as heroes. They recently removed the pay increases despite generating record profits in the billions. How one feels in light of this news makes it very clear how one feels about the levels of corporate greed that our capitalistic culture has cultivated. It is shameful. Balance. A new appreciation for what balance looks like in my life has grown during this time. This is a marathon and not a sprint. I can now see that before I had a fairly one-dimensional attitude, optimizing a single aspect of my life at the expense of other aspects. In the past 100 days, I have learned how to start to carry a multi-dimensional attitude towards life, choosing to optimize several aspects of my life instead of only one. Writing. Although I have kept a blog for the past few years and often wrote opinion pieces for the digital advertising industry on behalf of my business, over the past 100 days, I've discovered a new depth of, for my passion of writing. Thank you to all of you who have shared your reflections on my reflections as I continue to share them each week. Below, I have also included a list of the reflections that I've shared over the past 100 days with one of my favorite lines from each. You can read all of my reflections on my blog, findfocus.today. Teaching. Many friends have given me the encouragement and space to continue to teach meditation. The weekday live meditations with friends continue each day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern, which you are more than welcome to join. You can sign up at findfocus.live. There have been over 1,200 individual meditations and 25,000 cumulative minutes of practice together. I've been inspired to start writing a book about the applications of mindfulness principles in everyday moments. And finally, awareness. The past 100 days have given me awareness about what I value and believe to be true now. This is a year zero moment, not only for the world, but for each of us individually. We have been given the space to make different choices. 
I believe this process starts with connecting more deeply with ourselves. What have you learned about yourself in the past 100 days? I invite you to send me an email or send me a message through my website, buycanal.com, and share a few words or sentences with me. I would love to hear from you.